Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day, presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's Race and Sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Acri and Oaklawn's Mutuals and Sportsbook Manager, Zach Gillum. Welcome in once again, everybody, to Oaklawn Game Day. Zach Gillum, Justin Acri, great to be with you again. Basketball is heating up. We're getting into tourney time, conference tourney time, and NCAA March Madness is already underway. And, of course, we'll be talking about the NCAA tournament real soon. Great weekend of horse racing coming up and some big news in that regard. Live events, all sorts of things to be excited about, Zach. Some to wager on, some just to go enjoy, pressure-free. Absolutely. So much fun. Um, as you said, we're getting into the heart of the racing season. We've got college basketball getting to the conference tournaments, which means March Madness is right around the corner. Um, spring, I hope, is here. Um, I know the weather's been better this week, so a lot of good things to look forward to. Well, we're looking forward to a little bit of March mojo, Zach, because we all know that we have had a tough year picking games, but we are coming off a win, baby. So leading into March, we are on a good path, I'll say. I wouldn't say a roll after one, but took triple overtime. We sat here last week, Zach, and we went over and over again on the Providence-Xavier game. Didn't understand the line. Providence was a one-point home favorite. We couldn't figure it out. They didn't have anybody significant out. Well, it took three overtimes, but they got it done, so it was fine. No big deal, Zach. Sometimes you got to work for it. And uh, we certainly liked that game, and I'm glad that it went our way. So that was our eighth big win of the season. And hopefully we can get a big roll going here into March before we wrap things up in early April. Another team to keep an eye on, and we did like them a lot, and they ended up winning by 40, I think, Jacksonville. The Dolphins have a game with an Arkansas school this week that we'll talk about in a sec. But, uh, heck, I'll just tell you, they're hosting UCA in the A-Sun tournament on Thursday night, and Central Arkansas pulled one out of the hat at the Ferris Center on uh, Tuesday over Stetson. And so Central Arkansas plays on on the road against the Jacksonville team that handled them pretty good the first time around. I imagine that line will be pretty significant. Jacksonville having a few days off, UCA having to play, then turn around travel the next day and play again. So it'll be probably 15 or more, I would think. We'll see what the number ends up being. Jacksonville, one of the top five defensive teams in the country in Division One basketball as far as scoring defense goes. So the Bears will have their hands full. But uh, Jacksonville's a, a team to keep an eye on. They're one of the best teams against the spread all season long. So we'll talk about that. But let's stick with the uh, racing part of this before we get into some of the basketball things, Zach. We've got a big UFC weekend as well. And Bryce Mitchell's back in the octagon, so we'll talk about those odds. But uh, big news, I just got the, the heads up on it, adding yet another Thursday, Zach. And for me personally, it's not about me, but this one is. It's my birthday, a very special Thursday. April 7th has been added to the schedule. So, again, mark your calendars. St. Patrick's Day the 17th, March 24th, March 31st, and now April 7th also added. And there was also another purse increase this week. So, again, it just gets better and better at Oakland. Absolutely. Well, happy birthday. You know, that's why we added it. We knew you were going to need somewhere to come celebrate. Oh, shoot. Thanks. We just ha happened to take care of you there. Um, as you said, a lot of fun coming up this weekend, racing Friday through Sunday. Um, first post each day will be at 1 p.m. Gates will open at 11 a.m. And good news, as long as the weather permits, which right now it looks good, the infield will be opening this weekend. So I know the high is in the 70s, and that's going to be a lot of fun. We also have Don at Oaklawn with Miss Nancy Holthus. That's every Saturday on the uh, south apron beginning at 7.30 a.m., and that goes until 9.30 a.m. 
And I saw also coming up in March, you know, and again, the Hot Springs is kind of the place to be with the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Uh, you've got the uh, high school championship games coming up in about a week down at uh, at the arena. So a lot of exciting times. But also on the 19th, Whitmore Day, an all-time favorite at Oakland being celebrated. And that's a nice stakes race. Absolutely, $200,000 stakes race. I believe we're going to have some T-shirts, cups. You will have an appearance by Whitmore and his owner Ooh. and trainer. So that's going to be a lot of fun for the Whitmore fans, which I know everyone is one of those. How could you not be? And then um, in entertainment this weekend, we have Cliff and Susan. They are in Pops from 4 to 8 p.m. That's going to be every weekend in March. This weekend from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. in Pops, we have The Juice. So that should be awesome as well. Uh, I just want to know if Whitmore is signing autographs, Zach. That's what I really want to know. So if I, I'm going to mark this on my calendar and I'm going to start my spring break with this, I want to know if I'm going to get an autograph from the horse. Yeah, we'll have to talk to Mr. Moquette, see if he trained him to uh, put a pin in that mouth or maybe just you know dip his nose I'm in thinking, some paint. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe put his uh, step his hoof into some uh, some ink and then we just stamp it down. I think it would work. Uh, as far as the St. Patrick's Day Parade, we know that Oakland is happening as far as racing goes. Do you guys have a formal relationship there, or you kind of set the table with the racing and then hand it off to our friends with the uh, with the city? Yeah, absolutely. No, we do sponsor. Um, we have the, so St. Patrick's Day. If you're not familiar, Hot Springs has the shortest um, St. St. Patrick's Day parade. That's going to be on March 17th at 7:30. So you'll be able to come enjoy a great day at the races and then head on down and enjoy the world's shortest St. Patrick's Day parade. And my man Roger Scott is going to be involved in that. You're not going to believe this, Zach. He is going to be taking over one of the roles as a leprechaun as part of the St. Patrick's Day Shortest Parade. So, um, you know, I don't want to say anything about Roger's diminutive nature, but you could kind of see where they're going with that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm surprised I haven't got a call to join that as well. Hey, listen, they're, they're but, you know, I, I would certainly fit right in, too. I mean, let me just say that. Me... Roger, I guess Justin Morris tied up. We got plenty of uh, smaller dudes that could throw on an outfit and pass as a leprechaun. There's no question. Also, uh, down the road here, we got some events in March. And man, you know it's funny like this Bill Engvall thing when it was announced. I'm like, oh, it's a long ways off. Well, it's the 11th. It's actually right around the corner here. Two shows, one day. March 11th, seven and nine. Doors at six. Tickets start at 40 bucks for that one. Grand Funk Railroad's coming in the 26th, and then rounding out March is the Tina Turner tribute. And the doors for that one also at 6, and tickets start at $25. So in addition to the Pops Lounge Weekly, some big-time entertainment in the event center coming up as well. Uh, college basketball, Zach, we're going to talk about individual games for this Wednesday, including the Razorbacks back on the court. I can't believe I went this long into the show and haven't mentioned that yet, but uh, the Razorbacks are going up against LSU. This looks to be, to me, a trap game because the Hogs have a huge game at Tennessee coming up on Saturday and an opportunity to really help their NET ranking. But losing to LSU is certainly not going to help things, and I imagine they'll get a pretty desperate, hard-driving LSU team on Wednesday night. We'll get into that in a second. But I want to touch on conference tournament. Those championships are on the board now. We haven't talked much about that. We've talked about regular season odds and things of that nature. But we've got the tournament champions, the odds on the board right now. Yeah, absolutely. So we've had um, to win the regular season on the board most of the season, but now we do have the odds for winning the actual conference tournaments. Um, so all of those are going to be on the board. We'll just jump straight into the one I know most around here are going to be interested in, and that's going to be the SEC. Looking at that, you have Kentucky as your top choice. They're at plus 150, followed by Auburn at plus 200. Tennessee is at 400. 
Arkansas at 480, and then a pretty big jump up to LSU at 1600, Alabama at 1800. And as we were discussing before the show, um, that is in large part due to the fact that we know those top four seeds are locked up, so they will each get the double bye. Yeah, not sure who will be one through four, but we do know, as, as Zach mentioned, they'll be in great shape. And then, you know, obviously there are some other teams we expect. Those are, you know, two, the two teams Zach mentioned, LSU and Alabama, we assume will be in the NCAA tournament as uh, seeded teams. And I don't know where they'll end up. Certainly they can help themselves here the last week of the regular season. A team to keep an eye on I think is good enough, and we'll see. But Florida's got to be desperate. They've got to do something special here down the stretch to get into the NCAA tournament. Maybe beating Kentucky over the weekend is enough coming up, but doing themselves a little bit of help in the SEC tournament wouldn't hurt. And the Gators, I don't, they don't have to play day one for sure, so they won't have to at least uh, run the entire gauntlet. So I don't know. I mean, again, but at plus 5,000, Zach, might be worth throwing a couple of bucks on the Gators, just saying. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, there are some of these teams that are going to be playing just to try and get into March or into the big tournament. So, yeah, um, other teams, their seed might be somewhat set, so they might not have as much to play for. Um, National, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to jump in. Uh, another one that I know will have a lot of interest based on the odds throughout the years, the Big 12. And looking at that, Kansas is your current top choice, plus 200, followed up by Baylor at 225, Texas Tech at 250, and then Texas at 500. Very nice. Uh, and, of course, they're coming off Kansas as a loss to TCU, a TCU team that likely has played its way into the tournament. National championship odds. Gonzaga, your favorite, plus 350, huge gap between one and two. And you see a lot of SEC teams when you go two to 10-15. Zach, you go down a little bit. I mean, a lot of SEC teams represented in here. Absolutely. So as you said, Gonzaga, top choice, plus 350, as they have been most of the season. Kentucky's your second choice, plus 700, followed by Arizona at 750. Auburn at 900. They've slowly been dropping back. Purdue at 1,000. Duke at 1,200. Kansas at 1,200. Baylor, 1,300. Then Arkansas's jumped up to plus 2,200. Texas Tech at 2,300. And Villanova also at 2,300. Tennessee, 4,000. Wisconsin just got another big win. They're on a roll right now. They had a bank and a three to get a win over Purdue at home in front of a raucous crowd. But, Zach, that's an awfully big long shot for Wisconsin. Absolutely. Wisconsin there at plus 7,000. Um, and then Alabama, I skipped over as well. They're at plus 6,000. you got a ranked USC team at plus 9,000 as well. So yeah, there's some long odds on some pretty solid teams still left. How about making the Final Four, Zach? Let's run through a few of those. We talked about a couple of weeks ago, the Bulldogs of Gonzaga, your only minus money team to make the Final Four. I guess everybody's assuming they'll be the one one seed or they'll get a one seed, maybe the one overall, and we'll have the best path. So they are minus 115 at last check. And then, again, you're talking about Kentucky, Auburn, Duke, Arizona, kind of the same old uh, teams you're expecting here. And We definitely want to get down to where Arkansas is for sure. Yeah, um, as you mentioned, Kentucky, your second choice, <clears throat> excuse me, plus 145. Then Arizona at 185. Auburn at 215. Duke at 250. Kansas, Purdue at 250 as well. Then Baylor at 300. Going to jump on down. You have Alabama and Arkansas at plus 1,200. Tennessee, surprisingly, is actually a little lower than that. They're at plus 1,000. I certainly think Tennessee can get there. That might be kind of a, you know, again, just a hunch bet, throw a few bucks at it. All right, let's talk about NCAA against the spread. We look at this every week, check in on the Arkansas schools. Arkansas Little Rock continuing to be in the bottom of the barrel as far as Division I teams in the state against the number 27% cover rate they have in a Sunbelt tournament game coming up. And so might be something to keep an eye on as far as a wagering opportunity if you're interested. Arkansas Pine Bluff, 50-50, 13-13-1 for the Lions. 
Uh, Arkansas State's above 500 at 54.6%, and Central Arkansas, 55.6%, and 2 And then the Hogs have led the way, Zach. 62% cover rate this year. Pretty, pretty solid for Eric Musselman's bunch. Yeah, absolutely. Almost at the top of the SEC as well. You have Auburn 64, LSU 62, and Arkansas right there at 62. Very nice. Nationally, your best teams. How about this? Middle Tennessee, 80.8%. If you bet every single Middle Tennessee game to cover, they're 21-5-1. You'd have a whole bunch of money. Zach, I wish I'd have known this. If only I had a DeLorean, I could have gone back in time. I would have just ridden Middle Tennessee the entire time. Toledo has slid into the second slot, 72.4%. And just behind, we mentioned Jacksonville. The Dolphins, 72% cover rate. They're 18-7. and as is Long Beach State, 72%. The only other team above 70 is, or at 70 or better, is Towson. And then at the other end of the spectrum, teams to keep an eye on that maybe you want to wager against, and I hate to say it, but Arkansas Little Rock's in that bottom five there. Pacific, worst team in the country, 16%. NC State, 24.1%. Cal State, Bakersfield, 25%. And Arkansas Little Rock, 27.3%. So those are, uh, you know, Georgia, of course, I think just got a cover against uh, their opponent on Tuesday night. I'm trying to think who it was. They played a heavy favorite, Tennessee, I think, and 10-19-1, uh, and 19 and, 1, and they are 34.5%, but they did get a cover in that one. So way to go. You are not having a good year, Georgia, but a good cover there. Zach already ran through the SEC teams of note in Georgia, along with Alabama, of all teams, the worst cover teams in the league at 10 and 19, although Georgia does have one push in there, but they're both at 34.5%. All right, Zach, let's get into games of the week, and let's start with the Arkansas game. It's the most important one to most of the people listening to the show today. And there are a number of interesting games, and I always like to consider motivations, trends, things of that nature. Arkansas, you know, again, they're on a hot streak. Do they take LSU for granted? This is a team they beat earlier in the season. LSU trying to buoy their NET ranking, and they're also trying to help themselves as far as seeding, which all that kind of goes hand in hand. This will be a big-time win for the Tigers. Uh, but I kind of like Arkansas to get the season sweep. The question is, can they do it with the number they have to give? Yeah, absolutely. Currently, that number is Razorbacks favored by minus 5.5. Total in this game at 141.5. Now, I did hear today that a few people um, have gone ahead and said if Arkansas gets this win tonight, they think they can jump up to a four seed. So um, that would be interesting and kind of leads us to something we can talk about in a minute. We do have markets on the board where you can wager over under the potential seed of a team. The number's at 5.5. The over is moving up, so people are expecting a little more scoring. LSU's a very good defensive team, and with Pinson back, they're a better offensive team than they were. The over-under's a little bit uh, kind of questionable to me. But with that home crowd and the way things have been raucous in Bud Walton, I can't go against Arkansas. I definitely like them to win the game and cover. I don't know about lock of the week, but certainly like it. Another game I want to look at here, Zach, real quick, and I bet against Xavier last week, and we got out very narrowly with the Providence game. This week they're back on the road. This time against St. John's. This is St. John's team under Mike Anderson, who I love, Coach A, but they have really struggled at home lately. They've lost four of their last five at home, and they are a very narrow favorite against Xavier. So, you know, Xavier is catching points here, but I kind of like them to go on the road, and they could use a nice road win. Uh, and, and I think they get the game outright potentially, but it's just a two-point line at last check. Still, Still the case? So it has shifted just a little bit um, in favor of Xavier. So you have St. John's minus one and a half now, total in this game at 154 and a half. If you're looking at Xavier on the money line, they are plus 102. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's not much benefit there to me. Take the point and a half. I like Xavier, though, to ride there, and I would definitely take them 
to win the game outright. Again, St. John's is, uh, you know, they're not, not a bad team, but haven't been particularly good at home, especially of late, and i like Xavier to potentially go on the road and get that one. And then this is another one, Zach. This is kind of like last week, bit of a head-scratcher. We know Mississippi State is capable. Auburn is not exactly playing its best basketball right now, but certainly on paper, neutral site, however you want to look at it, much better team. Going on the road, Auburn will as a favorite, but very narrowly. Absolutely. This one opened Auburn minus three. It shifted just a little. Auburn is currently minus three and a half. Total in this game at 142 and a half. So, again, people are thinking like I'm thinking. Xavier on the road, Auburn on the road. And these road teams have burned me in a lot of these basketball games. But if I'm going to go with the lock of the week, I think probably have to go one of those two games this week. How about a couple of other games, Zach? Anything else that intrigues you? I guess we could look at the other SEC games that are being played on Wednesday night. We've got a handful of those, and we had a couple of games on Tuesday as well. But, uh, you know, the A&M game, I guess, is uh, interesting this week a little bit. You know, that's a team that certainly has not had a particularly great season, um, but they could get a big win on a Wednesday night. Absolutely. Playing an Alabama team that, you know, any given night they look like one of the best in the country or maybe one of the bottom teams. But either way, uh, (laughs) Bama currently favored by 10 points total in this game at 153. That slid the way of Alabama. That was a nine-and-a-half-point line not long ago, so people are starting to uh, kind of lean that way. And, again, if you're looking at money trends, that's uh, that's something to consider there. And I'm trying to see if we missed any other SEC games of note. I don't think so, Zach. But um, if there's another game you see that you'd, you want to hit on for sure, knock it out. But Yeah, yeah, another one, another one that might draw some interest. Uh, Rutgers has been playing fairly well lately. They go on the road as a dog at Indiana this week. Indiana currently minus five, total in that game at 132. Okay. And, yeah, that's it for, uh, for Wednesday night. And then we'll get ready for the weekend. There's a good slate coming up. No lines yet, but how about 14 Arkansas at 13 Tennessee this weekend? Certainly the Vols, they were just about, what were they, two, Zach, I want to say maybe, two-point dog? on the road at Arkansas, and I imagine Tennessee will be probably a 2-3, 4-point favorite at home against Arkansas, depending on what happens tonight. You get Alabama at LSU this weekend, South Carolina's at Auburn. The Kentucky-Florida game, really intriguing. The Gators need that game, so watch that line. Kentucky's sure to be favored on the road, but a big opportunity for Florida, and I think Kentucky can be gotten there. Florida's got a ton to gain by winning that ball game, so we'll see. Missouri's hosting Georgia in a... Good luck enjoying that one. A 116 team against a 4 and 13 team in SEC play. Vandy's at Ole Miss and Mississippi State AM. You got a couple of intriguing games over the weekend coming up also. So uh, just keep an eye on that. We'll get the, the lines later on in the week. And uh, again, a lot of that will depend on what happens on Wednesday. Uh, all right, Zach, we were talking about over, under on seeding. And that's an intriguing thing. And uh, is that on the board at Oakland? That is currently on the board. Um, just for the listeners out there that are interested in this, please keep in mind that once the games start each night, once uh, college basketball games are starting to be played, these markets will come off the board. Um, then they will repost the following day. So this is something that typically if you want to bet it, you are going to need to come here uh, you know, 10 in the morning to 4 in the afternoon. Um, okay. but looking at that, Arkansas currently is what, what they opened at, and they're currently sitting at 5. So the line makers think that they will be a 5 seed. Um, if they land on the five, it would be a push. The over would mean that they are a six or higher. The under would mean they are a four or lower. Yeah, I love that bet. Wes and I both do. I think if, even if they split this week, they end up as a five as long as they don't lose their first game in the SEC tournament, which I don't think they'll do. So I think under there, Arkansas maybe is a four. You win both this week, you got potentially going to a three. So I would personally love 
to see people jump on that one if you uh, if you want to make that interesting. I don't remember this ever being a market before, Zach, to be honest with you. So I think this is a really cool one. How about a few other ones? You got the other SEC schools? Yeah, absolutely. So Alabama is actually at the same thing. They are uh, set at five. Now the difference is going to be their juice. So over minus 134, which indicates they think it's more likely that they would be over a five seed. The under is at even money. Whereas the Arkansas, I didn't give those odds, but they're minus 118, minus 113, so pretty much the same on either side or very similar. Um, let's look at Auburn. They're currently set at 1.5. The over is at minus 200, the under at plus 150. So they are trending away from having that one seed. And then Auburn's all- at 1.5? They are at 1.5. Oh, yeah, I think they're a two-seater worse. Okay, I love that one, too. All right, yep. go on. And, and, and for the teams that are listed at one and a half, they also offer the market of will the team receive the number one seed. The yes is plus 150, the no is minus 200. Essentially the same thing as, uh, as the previous market that we discussed. Um, Baylor is also set at one and a half. Um, looking for a few other SEC teams, we have Kentucky set at one and a half. We have Kansas at one and a half. So those are your one and a half teams. LSU is currently set at a six. So I know a lot will depend on their next two games and how they play in the SEC tournament, but they are currently set at a six, the over minus 143, the under plus 105. So more action coming on the over there. And Tennessee If they beat Arkansas, certainly it will help their chances. uh, That would be a big opportunity for them. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you feel like LSU is going to play good tonight, that is potentially some value. You could come get down on the under on that market before they start the game. Um, Looking at Tennessee, they are set at three. Over is plus 110, the under minus 148. Okay. And that is the only – those are the only SEC teams currently on the board. Another team I know we've had a lot of interest in as of late is Texas Tech. They've been playing hot. They are currently set at two and a half. Um, The under minus 125, the over minus 108. Interesting. Okay. Well, I love that, Mark. I think that's a lot of fun. I think uh, I like the Auburn and Arkansas the most. I think Baylor's probably a one. I like where they put that one and a half. That's a really good one because he could definitely make an argument both ways. Same with Kentucky, Kansas, Tennessee. If they had put them at two and a half, it might have felt differently, but that three is real intriguing. And Kansas, one and a half, I don't know. Uh, I might go go over on that one, too. I don't think they're going to get a one seed, but we'll see. Uh, I certainly don't think Baylor and Kansas will. So you got which one do you like better? I think Baylor's got a little better, better route there. But we'll see. What the, yeah, what the I, and I feel I feel like that's almost the same similar scenario for Auburn, Kentucky. I don't think both will. It's going to be one or the other. So um, who All knows? Right. A, lot, a lot will depend on these tournaments coming up and how the teams play there. An- another few markets that we have had people ask about that I do anticipate will post are going to be will a team reach the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight? But those okay. most likely those most likely won't post until we have the tournament set. All right. And how far in advance do you get odds typically with tournament games, Zach? So, like, if they, for the games that come up on Thursday, is it similar, or do you get them a little bit for, like, a couple days in advance for the opening lines? You usually so get those, those a little bit earlier, don't we? Absolutely. I would not be surprised at all if once Selection Sunday, once all the games are set, um, obviously we'll have the first four still to be played. But outside of those games, I expect the rest of them to hit the board very quickly, if not Sunday night by Monday morning. Um, you might not have the full array of all the markets that will be available game time, but you should have the main three markets being the spread, total, and money line. Okay. All right, anything else on college we want to hit on? I think that is it for college as of now. Okay. Let's move to the NBA. Again, if you're just uh, 
coming on with us. It's Zach Gillum, Justin Ankry, Oakland Game Day continuing. We've got about five minutes left. I'm going to throw my lock of the week in here, Zach, before we turn the page because it's going to come out of college basketball as it usually does, which is always hard to wager on. The lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. And I hate picking road teams. I really do. It really frustrates me. But I think Auburn's got to get on track at some point. They've had a couple of tough ones. I think they're going to find a way. I like them to cover the number. Mississippi State, it won't be any fun to play in Starkville, but I think they'll win by four or five. I'm going to pick uh, Auburn to win, to cover, get her done on the road at Mississippi State. That's my lock o the week. I should have probably made it Bryce Mitchell, huh? I'll be kicking myself next week. But I also like St. John's to fall at home to Xavier, and I do like Bryce Mitchell again. And we're going to get into that in a sec. So, um, well, all right, real quick, you know, that, yep. that, that's that's why you tell the listeners they got to listen throughout because you're dropping little gems here and there. It's not always just the lock of the week. Yep, that's right. Uh, all right, let's get to NBA real quick. Uh, Brooklyn's still your favorite in the East, but I think they're co-favorites now, right? Like the Bucks with Bobby Portis and company bringing it on right now. Correct. Yeah, Nets and Bucks, your co-top choices for the uh, Eastern Conference winner. They are both at plus two seventy-five, followed by the Seventy Sixers at three hundred, then the Heat at five hundred. Looking at the West, you have Golden State Warriors and Phoenix Sun as your co-top choice at plus one seventy-five. Then a large or a big jump up to the Jazz at seven hundred. Grizzlies at a thousand. Nuggets at fourteen hundred. Sleeping on the Grizzlies, my friend. One of the best records in the NBA championship. It's all about uh, those top two teams in the West, right? Absolutely. Championship, you have Warriors as your top choice, plus 340. Then the Suns at 350. Bucks are at 510. Nets at 575. 76ers at 700. Heat at 1,000. Jazz, 1,400. Uh, jump on up. Bulls, 2,500. Grizzlies, 3,000. We'll mention, we're not going to go into the numbers, but you can uh, check it out when you go. NFL football is on the board. NCAA football is on the board. Baseball, Zach, still on the board as far as uh, World Series champion? It is, still, it is still on the board, even with the news that they are going to miss the first two series. That is still uh, available to wager, yes. But college, World Series oh, I, is still I, I, on the board. Excuse me, college. No, right now college is not on the board. Um, that is similar to the seating with the college basketball that I mentioned earlier. You're going to see that come and go. So if you're wanting to drive over specifically for that, I do recommend you call first just to make sure it is on the board. I do expect it to come back up, but it's kind of a hit and miss when it's available. Who do we call and what's the number? So you're going to call us in the Oakland Sportsbook. That's 501-363-4550. Okay. We've talked about that, I don't think, in all the times we've done this show. Uh, all right, Arnold Palmer Invitational this weekend. We've got some golf happening. John Rahm is your favorite at plus 800. I want to spend the last couple minutes here on UFC, Zach. Big card. Bryce Mitchell hadn't been in there in a while, and you and I are both looking at Edson Barboza and going, how's this guy ever lost? This dude is sculpted from granite. Impressive-looking individual, and yet finds himself a dog to our hometown Arkansas guy in his camo shorts this weekend. Let's go, Bryce Mitchell. And should be a ton of fun as part of a really, really good card. Look, I'm not a UFC insider or expert by any stretch, but when I recognize a lot of names, I assume that's a pretty good card, Zach. So I think there will be a ton of interest in this, and I imagine you'll see some wagering interest as well. Absolutely. Like you said, from what I understand, this is definitely one of the better cards they've put out in the last couple months. Um, Bryce Mitchell is your current favorite in his matchup against Barboza. He, Mitchell is minus 159. Um, if you want to wager on the fight to go the distance, yes is plus 130, no is minus 177. So the odds do indicate that the fight will not go the distance. Total rounds is currently set at two and a half. Um, and okay. then we, there, there are some other ways to 
uh, wager on this. So you have a method by how will they finish the fight. If you want to take Bryce Mitchell to finish by KO, TKO, DQ, or submission, um, that is plus 160 on the yes, minus 225 on the no. If you want to win by decision, Bryce Mitchell plus 250, the no is minus 375. And then I know the one that most people have been looking for, Bryce Mitchell to win by submission is plus 200. Okay. Interesting. All right. Yeah, I think that's probably a good one for sure. So we'll see. Uh, main event, you've got Covington and Masvidal. And give me the odds there, Zach. Give me the whole rundown on those because that will be our uh, our final fight of the night. Yes, looking at that one, you currently have uh, Covington as your favorite at minus 345. The total rounds is set at four and a half, so they are expecting this one to go a little closer to the distance. And then the market to go the distance, yes, is minus 139, no, plus 105. Okay, real quick, lock of the week. Again, we're going to go with Auburn, although, again, I'm going to hold my nose and take a road team. I don't know why the road team's always appealed to me, Zach. I'm an idiot. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. But uh, they're still a favorite to – or they're still the best team at covering in the league, and hopefully they can get it done here by four or more in Stark Vegas. We'll find out. They need to get back on track before the SEC tournament next week, and this will be a good time to do it. Horse racing all weekend, and, again, don't forget we have not one, not two, not three, but four Thursdays added back starting on March 17th all the way through April 7th, and this weekend, Friday through Sunday, ten, nine races. There's my clock. Ten races and nine races on Friday through Sunday, respectively. Gates at 11, first post at 1, infield open, Dawn at Oakland with Nancy, and Whitmore Day, March 19th, market calendar. Don't forget St. Patrick's Day, the place to be. That whole weekend will be great. And uh, I know the Arkansas school kids are out on spring break that following week, so it's a good way to get things started down in Hot Springs. Yeah, it's the so, whole month of March. That's it, baby. It's going to be a ton of fun. And then a big push towards the uh, Arkansas Derby coming up on April 2nd. So we'll talk all about all these things, recap all of it, and uh, have a whole new slew of wagering options for you next week right here on Oakland Game Day. For Zach, I'm Justin. Good luck, everybody.